0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law. Mr. Crowley What went on in your head? Oh, Mr. Crowley. Welcome in to the Locked On Steelers Podcast. I am your host Adam Crowley from Steelers Nation Radio the pregame show on your home of the Pittsburgh Steelers, 102.5 DVE, also a member of the Steelers Radio Network team, bringing you the halftime reports on the Steelers Radio Network. And, of course, you can hear me on ESPN Pittsburgh. This Locked On Steelers broadcast is brought to you by MyBookie.net and SeatGeek. Thanks very much to our sponsors, MyBookie.net and Seek Geek. A lot to get to today. It seems like I say that every single day. I get on the podcast, I start yapping, and the first thing out of my mouth is, we got a lot to get to today. And it's because we do got a lot to get to today. And I didn't know that we would have much to talk about. The fourth preseason game is finally drawing near, mercifully. No more meaningless football. No more players getting banged up or injured for the season, playing in preseason games after this fourth one, but really, I didn't think much else would be going on, and that is just not true. On today's program, we're going to talk about Ladarius Green. He's on the physically unable to perform list, and I've heard all kinds of different hot takes being spewed around town and nationally about Ladarius Green. We've got to find someone to place the blame on. Well... I don't think that blame falls at the feet of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't think any blame falls at the feet of Ladarius Green. I'll touch on that coming up here in a few moments. Also, James Harrison has been exonerated by the National Football League. Shocking, I know. Uh, James Harrison has never tested positive for a drug test. And Charles Sly, the man who recanted his report for Al Jazeera, seemed to be a really credible guy. I can't believe they weren't able to find anything on... James Harrison, or the other players in that story. I, of course, am being sarcastic. We'll talk more about that coming up in a little bit. And we'll lead off with this today. Antonio Brown's contract has been manipulated. The Steelers moved $4 million from Antonio Brown's deal from 2017 to 2016. That's what the raise is. So Brown now gets $10.25 million this season nine million or so of which is going to now become a signing bonus and the Steelers aren't going to sign Antonio Brown to a contract extension before the final year of his deal that's their precedent that's what they do that was never going to change certainly not changing at this point I fully expect Antonio Brown to get a new deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers coming up after this season, but I can promise you it won't happen before. It was never going to happen before. If the Steelers were going to do anything, this was going to be the move. And here's the details. Brown was going to make $6.25 million in base salary this season. He was going to make $8.71 million in base salary next season. Now what happens because the Steelers move some of that money up, he's going to make eight point nine seven five million dollars in a signing bonus this year, one point two seven five million in base salary, and then next year he'll make four point seven one million dollars in base. And I heard somebody talking on the radio today, someone who just sounded so misinformed talking about how the Steelers are going to have to pay Antonio Brown next year because there's no way Brown is going to play on the $4.71 million base salary in 2017. There's just no way. Brown's got all the leverage, and I couldn't disagree more. First of all, it's going to happen. Both sides want it to happen. But for the sake of argument, Antonio Brown doesn't want to make $4.7 million in base next year. He wants to make a lot more than that. So Antonio Brown is going to want to get a deal done early He's going to want to get a deal done before the season so that he can make more than that amount of money. I think that to say that the Steelers have their feet up against it now is laughable. That's not the case in the slightest. I think that Antonio Brown, starting next season, knows he better get something done or he's going to have to play for $4.71 million. And let's just say nothing does happen. And he says, you know what? Screw it. I'll play with this contract. And then I'll test free agency at the end of the year. Well, the Steelers can still say, okay, A.B., we'll slap a tag on you. They've got leverage. But the reality here is that both sides want this to get done. Antonio Brown wants to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. He wants to play with Ben Roethlisberger. And the Steelers want Antonio Brown to be a Pittsburgh Steeler because they want him to play with Ben Roethlisberger. He's the best in the game. So, of course, they want him to be on the team. That's the reality. It's going to happen. Another contract that I know is going to happen is David DeCastro signing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's going to sign his extension. Jerry Dulac, my friend and colleague from the Steelers Radio Network and, of course, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, says that a deal is close now between David DeCastro and the Steelers. I've been telling you for a while that this was going to get done before the season. It was just a matter of time. We'll talk a little bit about Ladarius Green coming up in a few minutes. We'll talk a little bit about James Harrison uh, as well. But before we get to that, have you ever had trouble buying tickets for a game or buying tickets for a concert? Maybe it's not that hard to actually buy the tickets themselves. But sometimes it can be tough finding the cheapest ticket and good seats. Well, you got to check out the SeatGeek app. And I've used it to get tickets to the West Virginia Mountaineers. That's my squad. Can't be a football fan, at least not of the NFL, because I spend all my time covering a National Football League team. You want to try to keep your opinions in your heart in different places. That's the way I've always felt. So the Mountaineers, that's the team I always watch. I went to school there for five years. Might as well uh, root for the football team. And I get Great seats for the Mountaineer games on SeatGeek.com. I'm going to the West Virginia BYU game coming up in D.C. Cannot wait to do that. And the first place I went to find tickets was SeatGeek.com. You can get the app. All you got to do is go to the Settings tab on SeatGeek.com, add promo code Steelers, and SeatGeek will send you $20 back after you've made your first ticket purchase so download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code Steelers today, and you'll get that $20 rebate for a first-time user. I can't wait for college football to start this weekend, by the way. I got my Mountaineer hat on right now. I'm all jammed up. Mizzou coming to Milan Pushkar Stadium. Let's go, Mountaineers. Anyhow, you don't care about that. You care about the Stillers, although I'm sure some of you care about the Pitt Panthers as well. They'll be taking on Villanova. Not quite the exciting game that you're going to have coming up the weekend following with Pitt-Penn State, Uh, but you got Pitt opening up at Heinz Field against Villanova this weekend as well. Now, James Harrison, not going to be suspended. He'll get a chance to play in opening weekend between the Steelers and the Redskins, as the NFL has exonerated them, they say, no credible evidence. Nothing was found. And I'm not the kind of guy to tell you I told you so, but I told you so. I knew that once the NFL met with James Harrison, met with Clay Matthews, and met with Julius Peppers, this would all be wiped clean. This is really just about the Deflategate scandal. It's about cooperation. It's about the league knowing That they can throw their weight around. It's about Roger Goodell knowing that he's the judge, jury, and the executioner. And it's about showing these players that they got to do what the NFL says they got to do. And that's it. Once they got James Harrison to cooperate, once they got Clay Matthews to cooperate, once they got Julius Peppers to cooperate, that's all that this was going to be. The NFL didn't want to find that a couple of former defensive players of the year had used steroids. It looks bad. They didn't want that. You think they wanted to find that Peyton Manning used steroids? Absolutely not. Not in the slightest. So this is what was always going to happen. It just took a while for it to happen because James Harrison said, look, there's nothing I did, and this is not a credible report, and you can just willy-nilly decide what's credible and what's not and what is credible enough to make me have to sit down and interview with you? No, 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 no. That's not the way this is going to work. Well, as I told you before— It was always the way it was going to work because Roger Goodell is, well, for lack of a better phrase or word, a dictator, and he can do what he wants. But kudos to James Harrison for putting it off. I think James Harrison made the NFL look a little bit silly here, but I think the NFL at the end of the day showed they've got all the power. We'll see what happens in 2021. As Ramon Foster said, save up your checks, young guys, because there might not be football coming up during the next CBA talk. There might not be any football this year for Ladarius Green either. I wouldn't quite go that far. I do think Ladarius Green is going to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2016. He was placed on the physically unable to perform list yesterday. And what that means is he can't practice with the team, and he can't play with the team until after week six of the 2016 season. So he'll be eligible to play after that. We shall see if he actually will be able to play at that point. And I was driving on in today, getting ready to do my stuff for Steelers Nation Radio, getting ready to do my podcast, getting ready to do all the stuff that I do on a daily basis here at my job. And I was listening to another radio station, and one of the hosts said, There's got to be blame. There's got to be blame placed on either the Steelers— or Ladarius Green here. Somebody's at fault. Somebody deserves to be blamed. And I disagree. I think that the Steelers did their due diligence. I think the Steelers did everything that they could. Yes, they knew that Ladarius Green had suffered injuries in the 2015 season. I guarantee you they know that Ladarius Green had to be pulled off of a team plane in December of 2015. I guarantee it. I know that they knew these things. The Steelers did their homework. Kevin Colbert does his homework. The The organization, they do what they're supposed to do. They check the boxes. I know they did all that. We're talking about a concussion here. We're not talking about a Teddy Bridgewater injury where, oh, huh, why is his kneecap around his ankle? Oh, hmm, is that a tendon poking out there? Yeah, it ain't that simple for a concussion. For a concussion... If a guy's having headaches and he doesn't say he's having headaches, well, guess what? You're not going to know he's having headaches. You could put a dude who had just suffered a concussion through an MRI machine, check out his brain, and you might not be able to tell that he's having headaches, that he's having some symptoms. Yes, there's the baseline and there's the aftershots, if you will. That's one of the things that the NFL has now in their new concussion protocol. But that doesn't mean you're always going to be able to pick everything up. So I have no doubt that the Steelers did their due diligence, and I have no doubt that the Steelers knew exactly what they were getting into with Ladarius Green in terms of his head. Now, here's why I don't blame Ladarius Green. Let's say he lied. Okay, so he lied. Is it a jerky thing to do? Was he being a jackass? Probably, a little bit. But... It's a natural lie to tell. It just is. If somebody confronted me after a job interview and asked something that would have precluded me from getting the job if I had answered that, yeah, I had this issue, I'm going to lie about it. And you hope it gets better. Maybe Ladarius Green was having headaches at the time the Steelers approached him about signing an extension. Maybe not. So I'm not going to call him a liar. But if he did lie, I don't necessarily have a problem with it. You got a family. You want to provide for your family. You want to provide for yourself. You want to make the best living you possibly can. And if you're having headaches, you hope, okay, by the time the season rolls around, I hope I'm okay. And if he's not having headaches, then, duh, I'm going to sign a $20 million contract. But to me, to blame Ladarius Green for lying just bothers me because I think most people 99.9% of all people out there would lie in that situation if they were actually having headaches. They would lie, sign on the dotted line, make some money. I guarantee it. You can disagree if you want. You can tweet me at Adam Crowley, SNR. I don't think many people will. I think a lot of people would do the exact same thing that Ladarius Green did if Ladarius Green was in fact suffering headaches at the time of signing that deal. So where's this put the Steelers now? Well... They're short at the tight end position. I thought Jesse James had a nice bounce-back performance in that last game against the Saints, the third preseason game, the dress rehearsal, if you will. Cut three passes on the opening drive, including a touchdown from Ben Roethlisberger. He looks to be a serviceable number 2 tight end in the National Football League. I think he can get the job done. Now, Steelers don't really have a starter. They've got Johnson, who is a good blocker. They've got Xavier Grimble as a possibility. And then that's really it. LaDarious well, Green not going to be available for six weeks. I think Grimble makes the roster now. He's been so up and down. At times in training camp, you'd look at him and think, man, this guy, well, if you look at his body, you think, oh, this guy could do it. This guy's an athlete, He's a basketball player. This guy didn't get the job done uh, athletically. He's an NFL football player. He looks like an NFL football player. But at times he would just look so lost He had the heat exhaustion a couple of times early in camp. He had a lot of maddening drops. We've seen some drops in the preseason. But in his last game, I thought he looked really good. We've also seen flashes of him being really good. Catches in traffic. Just using his big frame to box guys out. I think he makes the team. Now, if he has an awful showing against Carolina tomorrow night, then, okay, we probably won't see him make the team, but I think at this point you could pencil him in as the Steelers are going to want three tight ends. Now, how crucial is it to have tight ends in your offense? Well, it's been crucial for the Steelers. They've always liked to use tight ends, and they've liked to use the guys who can catch passes and block like Heath Miller. Well, you don't need to have a great tight end In the National Football League To be successful when you've got a franchise quarterback In an offensive line that's as good As the Steelers' offensive line The Steelers have the ability To line up with four wide receivers Five wide receivers if they choose And go out and throw the football around Now I'd like to see the Steelers With D'Angelo Williams on the field Le'Veon Bell on the field As well And then you use three wide receivers See what you can get going on there Le'Veon Bell is a guy who can branch out and be an effective wide receiver. Probably going to be, well, would have been second on the team, I think, in receiving this year had he not been suspended for the first three games of the season. Heck, he still might even be up there, even even though he isn't going to play. But the Steelers have so many weapons and so many ways to change things up, so many ways to attack defenses that I think it's being a little bit overblown, the fact that they don't have a stud tight end. There are teams around the National Football League that still are okay that don't have stud tight ends. I think the Steelers uh, will be fine. I'd expect Eli Rogers to catch 50 or 60 balls this year. I'm expecting Sammy Coates to be a legitimate deep threat. Maybe you don't trust him coming back to the football. Maybe that's not his strong suit. Maybe he still needs to learn the full route tree because he wasn't really running a full route tree at Auburn. But you can utilize his speed down the field and his ability to stretch the field and stretch defenses. I think the Steelers will be fine. People are acting as if this offense is going to be abysmal or that it's going to be just league average or slightly above league average because Ladarius Green's not going to be on the squad. Did they watch? what happened against New Orleans Saints? Anybody? Bueller? Anybody watch what happened against the Saints? Yes, it's a terrible defense, but the Steelers did exactly what they needed to do against a terrible defense. If the Steelers are coming at you with that offensive line and Ben Roethlisberger and D'Angelo Williams early on in the season with Antonio Brown and Marcus Wheaton and Eli Rogers and Sammy Coates and they're running the no-huddle like they did against New Orleans, and they're running the muddle-huddle, and they're doing their two-minute offense, they're moving quickly and making decisions and exploiting uh, the weaknesses of the defense, I think that's pretty scary for opposing defenses. I think they're going to be fine. And I think that they will only become more elite, not that this is breaking news, when Le'Veon Bell comes back. They're a really good offensive football team. They're going to continue to be a really good offensive football team. And I'll say it again. I continue to say it. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here. But the Steelers are going to win 10 or more football games. And when it's all said and done, at the end of the season, at the end of the regular season, I think they'll be one of the top two seeds in the AFC. I think their talent bears that out. I think their offense will carry them even if they don't have Ladarius Green. And they get him back in week six. Wouldn't that be nice if he does come back in week six? Ready for the stretch run? Hmm. They'll be okay. I promise. Tweet me at Adam Crowley, SNR. You can advertise with me on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Just email me, adamcrowley6 at gmail.com you got to check out MyBookie.net as well. And MyBookie.net, if you want to play like the pros, it gives you an opportunity to do it. Football season finally here. And it's the most exciting online experience for sports fans out there right now. MyBookie.net features real Vegas odds and an incredible player prop bets on every single football game. And if the game's already kicked off, MyBookie has live in-game odds updated in real time. So it's never too late to make a play, and it's optimized for smartphone users for nonstop action on the go. So how do you sign up? You go online, type mybookie.net into your browser, and you can sign up today. You can use the promo code STEALERS to be entered into their million-dollar prize pool, or you can call one 844 722 2387. Join the thousands of online players already playing. Only the biggest, only the best, only at mybookie.net. Sign up today. That's going to do it for the Locked On Steelers podcast with your host Adam Crowley for today. Tomorrow, Steelers, game number four of the preseason, taking on the... Who are they playing? Oh, they're playing Carolina. Doesn't matter. Not a lot of the starters will play. We discussed that on the podcast earlier this week. No Ben I'm not going to go through the list. Pretty much no starters. Uh, you might see nah, it's not, not a lot of guys. Not a lot of guys are going to be out there. So uh, we'll talk about that a little bit tomorrow. What should you expect? We'll do that in the morning, and then I'll have a podcast breaking it all down. And my roster predictions coming up on Friday morning uh, as the Steelers will have to cut their roster from 75 to 53 on Saturday thanks to everyone out there for listening we'll do it again tomorrow it's the Locked On Steelers podcast with Adam Crowley Football season is here, and you can get in the action and play like the pros at MyBookie.net. At MyBookie.net, you can feel the excitement of predicting your favorite sports. It's never too late to make a play. You can even use your smartphone for nonstop action on the go. MyBookie.net. Go online now. Use promo code Steelers to be entered into their million-dollar prize pool. Or call 844-722-2387. Join the thousands of online players already playing. Only the biggest, only the best. Only at MyBookie.net. Sign up today. The list.